live from New York. It's the show that promises to move the ball. It's first things first. <laughs> On today's show, the Warriors got their rings. LeBron got an L. Why there's trouble already brewing in L.A. Meanwhile, Big Ben says Brady doesn't even look like he wants to be out there. Does the GOAT have the answer to turn this season around? And finally, oh, it's the weekly return of the best segment in all sports, this time with the caveat that the Chiefs have lost yet again. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, any surprises? Oh, huge. There have to be. Oh, yeah. Massive shakeup at the top. Some the Patriots make a big Let's move. Go. A lot of stuff going on. Woo-hoo-hoo. A lot wow. of stuff going on. Let's Don't go. Worry. It's time for afternoon headlines brought to you by Midas for tires, brakes, oil repairs. Request your appointment at Midas.com today. We start with Lakers loss, reigning 11 seed in the West. Lost to the world <laughs> champs while shooting 10 for 40 from three for robust 25%. Here's LeBron after the game. I think we're getting great looks, I think, um, but it also could be teams giving us great looks. I mean, if you be completely honest, we're not a team that's constructed of, of great shooting. And that's just the, the truth of the matter is, it's not like, you know, we're sitting here with uh, a lot of lasers on our team. Just keep it a buck. I mean, it, it looks like a football team, you know, if, like, you know, if you had a football analogy and you had a bunch of guys that was underneath route runners, and you're wondering why the quarterback is not throwing 20-plus uh, you know, passes down the field. Okay, you know, that's, that's how the team was constructed. So that don't mean you can't win. Brady did it. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, what's the biggest problem with the Lakers? Well, first of all, I, look, I, I like LeBron's comments, but he, his analogy, they are throwing down the field. You know, they shot 43s last yeah. night. Like, yeah. they, they acted like they were some great three-point shooting team, and they're not. But Hard look, to turn down open looks. Right. His point why, where he was like, they're open, open for right. a reason. Yeah. Right. I'm just going to boil it down to this, because today's show is only 30 minutes. Okay. That's not enough time for me to get through part one <laughs> of part one. Okay, of the first thing. But ultimately, this is the Lakers' problem. They are a championship or bust franchise – with a championship or bust superstar, and they are nowhere near a championship team. Nowhere near. They'll be lucky to get, crack the top eight of the West, okay? And it's not just Russell Westbrook. That's right. They can't defend. They, they can't defend particularly well. They can't shoot, obviously. They've just got – they're a mediocre basketball Brew. team. That's right. That was J- Golden State's JV team kind of toying with them last night. Well, so here's the thing. They have right now, of any team that's not tanking, the worst starting backcourt in the NBA. Mm -hmm. The worst starting backcourt in the NBA. They're going to have trouble rebounding. They're certainly going to have trouble shooting threes. I'm not sure if they're going to be as bad defensively as you seem to think they're going to be, but I don't know if it'll matter. But here's the other part of it. So you said they have a win now superstar in LeBron. I mean, Obviously, that, that's year the 20. perception. Of course, you know, that, no, of that course. LeBron is all about change. And and you're supposed to have another top eight guy in Anthony Davis. And oh man, my Twitter fingers got me in trouble again last it. night because Anthony Davis, late in the first quarter, I'm watching Anthony Davis bang down low. I'm watching him active on defense. Which is a game changer I, for the and league. And I tweet and I tweeted <laughs> this version of Anthony Davis. Is a game changer for the league. The whole league. The whole Not league. even the game. Well, yeah, because I think LeBron's still that one of the didn't age I think well. LeBron no. is still one of the six best players in the sport. Six? I do. Oh. And if Anthony Davis the way looking first quarter, I'm like, hey, 
Welcome back to being one of the six best players in the sport, eight best players in the sport. It's a game changer. Unfortunately, they played the other three quarters. Can we show you the the graph <laughs> the, the, or the his stats? First quarter, doing a little bit of everything. Rest of the game, doing a little bit of nothing. Yep. And yep. then can we show it to you just visually where his shots were over the course of the game? Green is good, red is bad. Anthony Davis has been, prior Great to graphic. last night, Great graphic. from an effective field goal percentage brew, Kurt Goldsberry said it, the worst jump shooter in the league. He should shoot the green ones. He should shoot <laughs> the green ones. He's a great center who yes. won't play center. And he's their second best player. So you're going to need to be carried by a guy in year 20 and a guy who doesn't like the position he plays because you have the worst starting backcourt in basketball. It's a problem. It's no, a problem. that's a great point. And look, Anthony Davis, let me say this to him. As a guy that's pulling for him. Playing center in today's NBA, it's not like you got to sit down there and bang with Moses Malone or Patrick Ewing. It's essentially the same as power forward. You're inside a little bit. But why? It's not like it's physical today. So that's number one. Here's the question I have about LeBron because obviously his numbers were fantastic 31, 14, and 8. But he had zero impact on the game. I don't think anyone could have impacted that game yesterday. Well, the old LeBron could have. And this is where you see the decline. Sure. He's smart enough and skilled enough to still get his numbers in an NBA where it's fairly – it's easier to score than it used to be. And But he's pacing himself. And I'm, I'm not saying he's not a top 10 or top 8 player like you said – but I'm watching this because he didn't look like a top 10 player last night. Even though the numbers sure. were great, he had no impact at all on that game. I'm going to talk about Russ. I don't even get through a Lakers segment without talking about Russ. Russ had a TBS game for me. Bad tech, bad shot, and some sound. I'm going to do them all. First up, the tech. <laughs> this tech was just bizarre. And now Reggie Miller, this is on the back yeah, half why? of Reggie why? Miller saying like, ah, this guy gives you 18, 7, and 7. Why are people criticizing him? I don't know because he did something weird like that. After that, where the Warriors got a free bucket. They went on a 10-2 run after this tech. Then he got this air ball where he just dribbles up, and Draymond's like, yeah, if you want that, go for it. I'll start turning around right now. Bizarre. Like for Draymond, it's like looking in a mirror. It's like, I've, <laughs> I've been there. I've been there, buddy. <laughs> then there's this post-game sound, Nick. I'll get your about quick com- reaction. About coming off the bench. About coming off the oh, bench and hurting his hamstring. Take a listen. Do you think having to change a routine and stuff like that could have played any role in and feeling something a little different. Absolutely. Uh, I've been doing the same thing for 14 years straight. Uh, honestly, I didn't even know what to do pregame. Okay. Yeah. So listen, so here's the answer. And I really, really like Russ as a guy yeah. and respect what he's done in this league. And I think, I think he's been so bad with the Lakers that people are trying to revisionist history that he was always a bad player. Like, oh, it was always empty there numbers. It wasn't bad. always empty no, numbers in OKC. Not, no way. He was critical to them, and they could have won a title if things break differently. No Lakers discussion matters until they trade Russ. None of it matters. And I don't know that trading – it's not just about getting Russ off the team, Wilds, but it's also about trying to find some shooting. And I know everyone talks about Heald and Turner. There are going to be teams that decide to turn the ship the other direction, Wilds, and tank, whether it's Utah's already doing it, Portland if it goes badly. They're going to trade Russ at some point, and then we'll see what the Lakers team looks like. What if it goes the other way? What if Palenka's like, I got an idea, Jeannie Buss. Can't trade LeBron. He's, no, tra- you literally oh, can't. Oh, it goes to, well, then, trade no, LeBron? no, you literally wow. can't trade him because when he signed his deal. Uh, can't trade him until after guess the Guess what? Knicks NBA medals time. Matter, we start with Draymond. Wow. Here's the quote here. 
looking like money. Yeah. That he's not getting from Golden you know State because he's punching teammates. It's a little bronze loud. medal Hold time. On, bronze, we can't bronze, oh, 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 no, no time. Jalen Brown. <laughs> Play the video. Jalen Brown, 34 points. Uh, and it went over the Sixers. Jalen and Tatum. We'll see Tatum in a moment. Or 35 points, pardon me. Silver medal time. Chef Curry. A nice, yeah. quiet 33-6-7. Uh, Listen, color me shocked that Patrick Beverly had no impact in the game whatsoever. <laughs> but I'm excited for the next podcast and a gold medal, Tatum. 35-12 and 12 yeah, as Tatum great. and Brown combined for 70 points. And maybe quiet the, the waters a bit for Boston after tumultuous offseason. That's coming at you every day, America. NBA medals. NBA medal stand. There it is. First one of the season. Oh, that's a new medal stand. New graphics. Nice. There it is. Wild. I like the pompous music, too. No sixes? <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> I think you mean like pomp and circumstance. Pompous is like how people describe you. Ah, good point. <laughs> hey, uh, are the Chiefs still atop Knicks NFL tiers? We discuss right after the break. First things first. <laughs> Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. A select and secretive committee of analysis. Intellectuals and rapscallions convene in Nick's living room to burn the midnight oil and concoct the best segment in all of sports television. That's right. It's time for Nick's Tears. Thank you, and we do have a short show today, so let's get right to it. The teams at the bottom of the tiers, teams that don't even make the tiers, and the Cardinals are there on purpose. The Cardinals right now are the worst team in football. They're poorly coached. The offense stinks. Yikes. The defense not much better. They're the worst team in football. Now, hanging by a thread. These teams... Any of them lose this week, they're off the tiers next week. I hate oh. to put Jacksonville there, but I have to. The Raiders got a bye week. It was the, one of their best weeks of the year this week, the bye week with the Broncos, <laughs> we already know. All right, next. I don't believe you. Oh. I'm sorry, I just don't believe you. All of these teams have three or four wins. I want to believe in Seattle and Atlanta. They would be such wonderful stories moving off their long-term quarterbacks and then all of a sudden having a better season than they did with those quarterbacks. Indy. All three of its wins have come in the final seconds, and the Jets, I, I know you have two resounding wins in a row, but you're still the Jets. Next, list living off reputation. If you had not watched football ever before this season, Rams, Ravens, Packers, and Bucks, you'd say, yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Instead, all of them still have top 12 Super Bowl odds purely because of the reputation, most notably, of their quarterbacks and what they have done in seasons past. Next. 
begrudging respects. Look who's back. I mean, I, I, I can't believe <laughs> the Patriots have done it. Wow. I can't. These oh, four man. teams over the last three weeks are a combined 10-2. and two. And the two losses, one came to the Eagles this past week by Dallas, and the other was the Patriots in overtime with a backup quarterback who's now obviously their better quarterback. Okay. The Titans under Vrabel just find ways to win, and the Giants are 5-1. and one. Got to respect them. All right, next tier, unique tier, 2019 LSU. Ooh. That might be the best college football team ever. Wow. Finding out why. Jamar Chase, Justin <laughs> Jefferson, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Turns out it's good enough to be pretty damn good in the NFL as well. These two teams, are, it's just the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, and pieces. The, the Bengals, it's Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, and pieces. And they're legitimate contending teams. 2019 LSU. Turns out pretty good team. Get healthy. This tier. All three of these teams are championship weekend caliber if they get whole right now they are not whole the injuries for the Niners are brutal and for the Chargers uh, we know how bad they are and for the Dolphins obviously it's Tua what's up bro I gotta step in here Dallas you tried to give them a little respect I don't think you did they should be on this tier Nick first of all I, I think they're as good or better than any of those three teams and they do fit the get healthy mode too, because now Dak will be back. So I gotta, you gotta put Dallas up there. They're better than Cincinnati I, and Minnesota. I good argument. So I understand what you're saying. My argument would be Dallas is already healthy now that Dak is back, and I don't. The, I'm gonna just sneak in a take here on Micah Parsons. All right. Micah Parsons has been unbelievable. Micah Parsons has been the defensive player of the year up to this point. Everyone though is saying ah. He's like Lawrence Taylor, and then assigning him the impact of Lawrence Taylor. I want to dial that back just a bit. I think Micah Parsons doesn't continue to play like Lawrence Taylor as he has the first month of the season. Mm -hmm. Cowboys even take a bit of a step back as well. I'm fine with where I have the Cowboys. All right, now what everyone's waiting for. Where, oh where, do I have the Bills, the Chiefs, and of course the undefeated Eagles. Best two teams, reveal it. Ah, it's really hard to say who's better, the Bills or the Chiefs. That team, <laughs> is it? The chi I, mean, I don't know. Love the Chiefs it. had a lead with less than 90 seconds remaining. The Bills got a score. The Chiefs didn't. Everybody knows they're the best two teams. Everybody knows that those two teams, no matter the record, are head and shoulders above everyone else. The Bills won a coin flip game, so we give them credit. Mr. James Jones, I am told you have an issue at this point of the tiers. I do, because I think Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings should be up there in those best, it should be best three teams, right? Really? The Minnesota wow. Vikings is playing really good football. And it pains me as a Green Bay Packer, it pains me to say that. But when you look at you talked about Justin Jefferson. Yes. Big reason why. But Kirk Cousins doesn't get the respect neither, right? Strictly because he hasn't won in the big games, in the playoffs and all that, right? Neither has Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen has to get over that playoff hump too, right? It's point. about winning Super Bowls, right? Josh Allen hasn't been there. Kirk Cousins hasn't been there. So, for me, it's not about the regular season. It's about playoffs for these two quarterbacks. But when you talk about teams, they run the football. They got a superstar receiver. They get after the passer. They got a really good defense. Patrick Peterson is playing at a high level. They need to be up there with those two best teams. It needs to be the best wow. three teams in the NFL. Wow. Okay, so the, my issue for the Vikings just quickly. 
playing Detroit, takes an insane comeback in the final five minutes to win. They did everything they could to blow that game against New Orleans, the early morning London game, and they trailed the Bears, who haven't been on the tiers for one moment all year, mm-hmm. with three minutes left. So I give them respect, but I don't think they're as good as the Bills or Kansas. It's all about winning. That, right? That's fair. That All that leaves, speaking of it's all about winning, is the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, to me, they're undefeated, but they're not unquestioned wilds, and my point is very simple. I got to figure out what's going on with them offensively in the second half of these games. Every game, it seemed five of their six games, they jump out of these huge first half leads. They hold on for dear life. I want to know what's happening there. But as long as they're undefeated and they're the only undefeated, they will remain at the top of the tiers. Excellent tiers as always. I have one small change. And, you know, usually I like to do these petitions with the enthusiasm of LeBron hugging an opponent while he's down 20. But this time, I do it. Begrudgingly, the New York Jets probably need to move up. I am sorry, wow. they do. They're four and two. The They're probably moving up two tiers. First, number one reason: the prince that was promised. Yes, I'm talking about Zach Wilson. Oh, Flacco's not walking through that door anymore. Joe, I mean, excuse me, Zach Wilson, three and zero, oh, thirty points a game, two giveaways, getting it done. Reason number two. Look at this saucy attitude. Uh, now this Sauce Gardner, James, you'll like love this, this video. I, like this. I put in a Packers video for you, James. Sauce, you knew I was leaving today. Oh, you gotta rub you know it in. Here's the thing. Not talking trash if you can back it up. Lowest pass rating allowed. Now, granted, this is a dusty graphic because there's two Eagles up there, but at the bottom, there's Sauce Gardner. And reason number three, mm. Quinnen Williams. I love it. Yeah. Prior to this week, probably two biggest highlights were, number one, saying, uh, you know, blessing himself right. while he was sneezing, and then yelling at his coach. All of a sudden, this guy, Defensive Player of the Week, and we look at highest yeah. pressure rate allowed among interior DL, D linemen. Whoa, there he is, number one. Yeah. So I hate to say it, I don't necessarily like the Jets, but that team is Sneaky good. Listen, the defense is not sneaky good. The defense is legitimately good. I I understand they're undefeated since Zach came back. Zach has actually not played overwhelming. He hasn't even really played that well since he's been back. If I see a little more from Zach Wilson, we can move them up. But that defense has been unbelievable. The prince that was promised. You don't call him Zach. (laughs) You call him the prince that was promised. He's a handsome guy. He wears that like headband sometimes. It's like a little crown. It's like a little miniature crown. Hey, is there trouble in Tampa? We discuss Uh next. First Uh things first. We are back here with Super Bowl champion James Jones. Big Ben had some interesting comments about Brady. Take a listen. Because I was watching the game, and, and to me, this is just my opinion, and Tom is the greatest. I mean, mm. the Super Bowl rings show it and talk about it and whatever. It didn't look like he wanted to be out there. Mm. I mean, maybe it was the pressure, that, and he was getting hit, and the you know whatever was going on. And I remember I, I, at one point I looked down there, I was telling, I don't know if I told Jason or Brian, but I'm like, like there's no way he's enjoying this. <laughs> Ooh, wow. James, your reaction? My reaction is, I wish I was sitting there watching the game with Big Ben because I would have said, Big Ben, shut up. Because oh. <laughs> Tom Brady, if it's anything we know about Tom Brady, Tom Brady going to give you everything he got, right? If you didn't care, he ain't going to be yelling at his linemen, dropping all them F-bombs and all that. And for Big Ben to say that, 
You are the king of looking like you don't care out there. <laughs> every time you get hit, every time something go bad, your body language is the worst out there. And I've seen it with my own two eyes on the same field competing against you. So for him to say this about Tom Brady, knowing that for me watching the tape, they're not that good of a football team, but it ain't about the passion that Tom Brady plays well, with. Think, so for Big Ben to say that, that's crazy. Listen, I think Tom Brady clearly and obviously wants to keep playing football. I don't think he wanted it to be for the Tampa Bay Bucks this year. I think it's, we have a lot of evidence of that and now he has no choice I do wilds yes what do you think is more likely that Tom Brady plays in this year's Super Bowl for Tampa or that he broadcasts this year's Super Bowl for, for Fox <laughs> I, I, I don't think I don't think the Bucks are a Super Bowl team I'll say that do you think it's on the board do you think the, do you think it's on the board that Tom Brady doesn't finish the season I think I'm not predicting it and I actually think the Bucks couldn't turn it around I but I don't think you can dismiss it as a possibility yeah I, I, well look the bottom I, I don't think he'll retire I think he'll finish the season with the Bucks and I do think they can get in the hunt in the NFC but you open yourself up to this stuff when yeah. you take the 11 day high this in training camp, when you go to a wedding the day before the game, and when you try to get to another team in the offseason. So this is what comes when you do those types of things, that type of questioning and speculation. Here's the thing. We we ran the numbers with Josh. The offensive line numbers, pretty much exactly the same as last year. So it's not the offensive line. They just got to get that offense cooking.